Now Gail and Tim's group will lead us in the prayer of the day. Thank you give us. Thank you for yummy food, shelter, our health, our happiness, and our families and friends. We are especially thankful for our families gathered together on this Thanksgiving Eve. Thank you for your love, but most of all, thank you for your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And now we're going to have our students read, uh, do our readings tonight. The first reading is from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 7 through 18. Times of abundance tempt us to forget God and rely on our own power and resources. But God is the one who took Israel out of Egypt, led and fed them in the wilderness, brought them into the land, and gave them power to be productive. To thank this, God is to remember and proclaim God's deeds. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, his ordinances, and his statutes, which I, am give, which I am commanding you today, when you have eaten your fill and have built fine houses and live in them, and when your herd and flocks have multiplied, and your silver and gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow for you from flint rock and fed you in the wilderness with manna that your ancestors did not know, to humble you and to test you, and in the end to do you good. Do not say to yourself, My power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as he's doing today. The word of the Lord. Psalm 65. The psalm for the day is read responsibly. You are to be praised, O God, in Zion. To you shall vows be fulfilled. Our sins are stronger than we are, but you blot out our transgressions. Awesome things will you show us in your righteousness, O God of our salvation, O hope of all the ends of the earth and of the oceans far away. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, and the clamor of the peoples. You visit the earth and water abundantly. You make it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. You prepare the grains that you provide for the earth.
You crowd the year with your goodness and paths overflow with, the plen with plenty. May the meadow cover themselves with flocks and the valleys cloak themselves with, with grain and let them shout out with joy and sing. Would you please stand if you're able to receive the gospel? This is the gospel. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. A Samaritan leper becomes a model for thanksgiving. He does not take for granted the kindness shown to him, but takes time to thank Jesus and to glorify God. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten leopards approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean, but the other nine? Where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. At this time, I'm going to ask Jackson to come up and share the humorous story that starts the sermon. Thanksgiving is, is an emotional time. People travel thousands of miles to be with people they see only once a year. That's until they discover once a year is too many times. <laughs> oh, aren't we cynical already? I don't know. Thanksgiving, to me, is a wonderful time. Um, it's a time uh, to be together. Maybe it's not always perfect, but it's a time to really focus on Thanksgiving. And Faith 101, the, the first thing you do when you have faith is to give thanks. It's so simple. And, but the Israelites in the, uh, the, the, the story, uh, the first, the Old Testament lesson, the Israelites, they're being told you're being given this land this land that has everything. I mean, it's going to produce wonderful crops and fruits, pomegranates. Can you imagine that? Um, here, you're going to settle here, and don't presume that you deserve this. It's a gift to you. It's a gift from God to you. And if you study the Bible, the whole Old Testament is kind of a, a big arch of God's people, Israel, not getting it. They're always going away from God, worshiping other gods, not being grateful, not taking care of the least of these, the widow and the orphan. They're always trying to get an extra buck on the Sabbath. They're always disobedient. And we should own that too. There's a little bit of that in all of us, I think. You know, we think, 
Why should I give thanks? I worked hard for this. And, uh, you know, of course I would have had this, right? I have this family, I have this home. Of course. Of course I should have it. Why should I give thanks? But everything does come from God. We forget that all the time. At least I should speak for myself. Uh, I forget that too much of the time. Today's story from the gospel, the ten lepers. Now, remember that um, they were excluded. These people, these lepers, they, whatever skin disease they had, they were considered unclean. So they couldn't be part of God's people. They couldn't go into the temple They couldn't experience uh, the sacrifice and the forgiveness of sins. They couldn't be restored. They had to keep a distance from everybody because they were unclean. And so they're walking along. They yell out to Jesus, have mercy on us. And Jesus says this. He says, go and show yourselves to the priests. In other words, Uh, the priest had to certify that they were clean, that their disease was gone in order for them to be restored back into society, back into culture. And so they go, and on their way, while they go, they're made clean. They're healed. Well, they didn't even realize it. It's like, wow, look at this. And they go and show themselves to the priest, except one turns around He actually disobeys Jesus. Jesus says, go, go show yourself to the priests. Well, maybe because this guy was a Samaritan, you know, he's kind of unclean twice because Samaritans were considered unclean people, kind of half-Jews, if you will. Um, Comes back and throws himself at Jesus' feet and says, thank you, and gives praise to Jesus. So, you know, that's kind of how it is, isn't it? I mean, sometimes we have blessings and we don't even consider saying thanks to God. It just happened so naturally, right? It just happened naturally. Why bother? Why bother? Go back and thank Jesus. So it's the one guy, the Samaritan, who goes back and gives praise to God and thanks Jesus. And Jesus says this. He says, your faith has made you well. Now, wait, I thought they were, they were cured as they walked to the priest. What does it, why, why did Jesus say your faith has made you well? I mean, the, the other, apparently the other nine didn't have faith, and they, and they were made well. I think that giving thanks is the healing thing. That's what we need to do. By giving thanks, we grow into healing and wholeness by having a thankful heart. Jesus didn't say uh, to the lepers, he said, go to the priest and show yourself and then come back and say thanks. He didn't even say, you know, uh, go to the priest and, and make sure you do a sacrifice in the temple to give praise to God. He didn't say that. And it kind of reminds me that God blesses us, gives us gifts without really asking for thanks. 
Thanks is our response. We don't, we don't have to give thanks. But when we give thanks, when we have a thankful heart, that heals us. That brings healing. So tonight, we give thanks for everything, including our country. This is a national holiday. Our country, everything is under God. Our country, other countries, the world, the universe is all under God. So we give thanks tonight. And I invite you into a life of constantly giving thanks because it is a healing thing. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for everything that you have given us for healing. We ask you to be with those who are hurting this night, who can't find thanksgiving in their hearts because they have so much hurt. We ask you to heal them too. And we thank you that, you that we have relationships, that we can be in community with each other, that we can be supported, that we can love each other. Help us with thankful hearts to serve you and to serve our neighbor in love. In Jesus' name, amen.